0: Welcome to another episode of Zero Down Shots, a special segment from the vertical of the Economics Department of Miranda House. In today's world, we see a growing interest of governments investing in their country's human capital. Health and education are undoubtedly the backbone of all welfare systems. The countries which had focused on these sectors from their beginning continue to reap increasing returns in terms of output and economic growth today. It is undeniable how education and healthcare go hand in hand in every economy's sustained growth story. In this episode, we shall point our focus towards Finland, a Scandinavian country in Northern Europe known for its consistent and steady growth. For five consecutive years, Finland has held the number one position in the World Happiness Report. Finland has also been a top performer in numerous metrics of national performance and offers a wide range of best practice examples from education to innovation and inclusive growth. It is among the best performers in TISA, the worldwide education test ranking number one in the whole world. It is also an innovation leader according to the European Innovation Scoreboard. It happens to have one of the lowest income inequalities and is one of the most gender-equal countries. Finland has been a topper in economic competitiveness, civil liberties, standards of living and overall human development, especially over the last decade. We now discuss the brief historical account of the socio-political emergence of Finland. So Finland got its independence from the Soviet Union in 1940 after years of wars, domination and political instability. Protecting that freedom through the Second World War and the Cold War era was a challenge. The country's unemployment and disability system was set in place by the 1940s and the subsequent years saw the expansion of child benefits and health insurance. The Finns gradually adopted a Nordic welfare system by the 1950s. This system was a comprehensive social system that targeted the entire population and not just the groups who couldn't care for themselves. For much of the early 20th century, Finland was an underdeveloped agrarian and forest-based economy with a very low GDP growth. In the 1960s, it was ramping up protections for workers, families and the poor. It eventually began to industrialize and develop into an advanced economy and began to enjoy widespread prosperity and high per capita income while building an extensive welfare system during this period. But every country goes through a series of economical challenges. Finland faced an economic recession in the 1990s because of miscalculated macroeconomic decisions, banking crisis, the Soviet collapse and the poor global economic health. This depression began to bottom out because of the decentralization of its economy, liberalization, privatization, and tax cuts. A noteworthy point to admire is how Finland's welfare system is hardwired into its development strategy and has never been seriously challenged by any major political group or economic situation ever since. This indicates how welfare-oriented their leaders were towards the nation despite their political ideologies. Another remarkable point is that Finland had enlightened policies toward gender equality. They focus on child and maternal care, women's voting rights, and their representation in governance. With this setup, the Finns have an incredible level of equality and lower poverty. This leads us to understanding the build-up of their social welfare system. The entire social welfare is funded by the taxpayers' money. High taxes are imposed on the wealthy, especially on capital gains. The government in return provides high-quality and universal education, health care and other social safety nets which have created a generous cycle of human capital generation. The citizens are found to be satisfied with these policies and show great trust in their government. Let's turn towards the education system. The most popular and my personal favorite is Finland's school education system, ranking number one in the world with no standardized testing, lots of classroom customization and fewer hours of physical presence at school compared to other Western countries. It is a unified system designed to embody a comprehensive philosophy of education and impart deep societal values about what the children need and deserve. Hundreds of teachers were engaged in 1965-70 to to design and develop the new national core curriculum for the comprehensive school. The most long-lasting shift was the recognition of a school system that would serve students equally well regardless of family background, backed by a teaching force with a very high level of knowledge and skills. Finnish schools are full-service schools offering hot and nutritious meals, health and dental services, guidance and psychological counselling, mental health services and support for children with special needs. They have a deep societal commitment to the well-being of the children. The quality of teachers and teaching is the heart of Finnish educational success. It is research-based and highly adaptable according to the students' needs. The teaching is autonomous, focuses on quality assurance and is highly accountable. Learning focuses on innovation and R&D with new partnerships between tertiary education and Finnish industries having a profound effect on primary and secondary education. Learning is based on acquiring different kinds of knowledge, vocational skills, creativity, problem-solving, teamwork, cross-curricular projects and dispositions required in young people to be enriched and a successful workforce for the future economy. Finland is also known for its long tradition of adult education through evening schools, civic and workers institutes, study centers, vocational course centers, and folk high schools with educational and financial assistance provided by the state. The story of the evolution of the Finnish education system over the past two decades is inextricably linked to the development of the modern Finnish economy. The rise of this system in 1970-90 has to be seen in context to the rise in the Finnish welfare state and the national level push towards social, gender and economic equality. We now turn towards the other side of the coin, which is the healthcare system. In addition to the education system, Finland has an exceptionally affordable healthcare system. In 1917, Finland began dealing with their traditional health problems, mainly focusing on the control of tuberculosis. The Primary Health Care Act in 1972 emphasized on increasing the number of healthcare centers and hospitals to operate in municipalities and be accessible to each and every person as much as possible. A basic aim of this law was to give the Finns equal access to healthcare, regardless of their income and background. Most centres were free and the government provided subsidies. By the 80s, the Finns enjoyed a standard of health comparable to the highly developed countries like its neighbours Denmark and Sweden. Remarkable progress was seen in the prevention and drastic reduction in infant mortality. By the mid-1980s, Finland had the world's lowest infant mortality rate and it has been ever since so. The government also offers compensation for wages lost during sick leave along with payments for treatment. All residents, including foreigners, are entitled to health care. Hospital care in public hospitals is generally free and other charges like laboratory fees, doctor's fees, medicine costs, etc. are compensated to a major share. A fun fact is that people born after 1961 are even entitled to free dental care. The system also issues a mandatory paid maternity leave. During pregnancies, the parents are issued baby care packages consisting of baby essentials from the government. The mother and father share an additional 6-month parental leave period along with pay, after which the parents have an option to send their children to publicly subsidised childcare centres with extensively trained providers. A special care allowance is allowed for parents who take leave to care for sick kids. Along with this generous education and healthcare system, the government provides various and comprehensive employee pension plans, unemployment insurance, family aids, childcare services, services for the disabled and substance abusers, and other welfare schemes. Hence, Finland's welfare state is a virtuous cycle. The film's social cohesion props up the welfare states, which in turn promotes the generation of healthy human capital and greater harmony and satisfaction. The economic competitiveness and the full-scale social nets intertwine. Today, Finland is highly integrated into the world economy with an expected GDP of 297.62 billion US dollars by the end of 2022, out of which international trade would account for around 36% of the GDP. The country's GDP per capita is around 53,744 US dollars. Its current challenge is its ageing population, which would result in an increase in public pension expenditure, healthcare expenditure, and long-term care for the elderly. However, Finland is inarguably the world's most generous and successful welfare state with a low infant mortality rate of only 1.4 deaths per 1,000 life births, a lower poverty rate, and high GDP per capita with relatively low corruption. It is a country faring well and highly productive in scientific research and development. Another fun fact includes that Finland is known for its numerous publications per capita among the OECD countries and for the highest number of patents filed every few years. Finland boasts of an overall gender equal and happy public with an average score of 7.8 happiness index, the highest in the whole world. This nation is a perfect example of slow and steady reforms for consistently high results.